what is the role of blood in pro wrestling? That's a question that has sort of plagued me over the years because I don't quite understand. It is supposed to give an air of legitimacy to make things seem more real. If you've seen a lot of boxing, you know that there's blood pretty frequently. MMA, too. But the Crimson Mask, as it's been deemed in wrestling, is very, very rare outside of wrestling. Part of that has to do with the whole idea of the blade job. The cutting specifically of the forehead or the scalp, which bleeds a lot, but is also rarely what gets cut in boxing or MMA. That usually tends to be around the eye, the cheekbone, sometimes the ear. We're at a place where blood is somewhat rare in wrestling. Certainly rarer than it was decades past. In particular, the 90s and early 2000s. The Attitude Era, as it were. There is the idea of, of course, the Muda scale. There was a match in the 90s, maybe even the late 80s, between Hiroshi Hase and the great Muda. And Muda did a blade job that was epic, covering him. It was disgustingly thorough. And there are also a number of wrestlers who have made their career off of blood, of course. Abdullah the Butcher, the Sheik. People would might argue Dusty Rhodes. Entire promotions have been built around blood. The biggest one I can think of, of course, is FMW, but there's also ECW. Blood is a part of wrestling. But I don't think anyone would say that the Eddie Guerrero Blade job at Judgment Day in 2004 was anything beyond... An accident, over-the-top, and disturbing. The match itself between JBL and Eddie Guerrero was good. JBL is not a great worker, but he knows how to accentuate moments to make them important. And he's a great, I guess the word I'm looking for is platform. And they were having a good match. When about maybe halfway through, JBL takes him outside, puts him through a table and stuff, and Eddie blades. And it is literally a faucet of blood. Supposedly he lost so much blood he had to go and get a transfusion that night. It's terrifying the amount of blood he lost. And just kept going. Kept having this excellent match. Excellent might be, I put it at four, maybe four and a quarter stars. They told a strong story of a smaller man versus a big man, but with lots of lots of hatred there. And Eddie looked great. This is Eddie at his peak in 2004. I really think he was one of the best periods of his career, which in general was phenomenal. There's a spot where JBL backdrops Eddie through the Spanish announce table. Poor Spanish announce table. But the spots of the match mean less than the blood. And that level of blood was not intended. It couldn't have been. And if it was, that is distinctly calling for a performer to put his life in danger. But when it happened, and not stopping the match, which I will say was probably the wrong choice, when you hit a geyser like that, you should stop the match. You should break the wall. You should call it. I was there for the mass transit incident. I know this type of blade job and I know the dangers that it possesses. It was not a good idea to keep going. And I understand why they did. Doesn't necessarily mean I agree with it or like it, but 
<laughs> What's my opinion anyhow? I'm just a podcaster. The level of blood made the story more powerful. Because if it had been JBL, and JBL did bleed later in the match, but if it had been JBL who hit the geyser, the story wouldn't really have worked. It may have given them an out, but in this case, Eddie, the smaller guy, and visually, looking at the two of them, it's... The size differential is really obvious. But what it comes down to is Eddie starts bleeding and it adds a level of difficulty he has to overcome. And ultimately, there are sort of three logical uses of blood. One is to maintain the illusion of reality. FMW wouldn't have worked with all their barbed wire and glass matches without blood. Just wouldn't. Same thing can be said for ECW. It makes, it adds a reality to the entire scenario. The second use is to draw sympathy for a babyface. And in matches, this works. But it especially works in angles. Like the famous uh, Eddie Gilbert, Tommy Rich angle I talked about it in one of the first versions of Brawl of the Year. It is an enhancer. It is evidence of the mark left by the evil person on the good. It's a solid technique. But the third is equalizing. And you saw this a lot in Flair Rhodes, in a ton of different matches. Anytime there is double juice, it is indicating that both of these people are giving as much as they can and keeping on going. That's a big deal. Here, it 100% is drawing sympathy for the babyface. And once JBL blades, it kind of loses some of its impact, but the degree to which Eddie was bleeding is insane. And that they ended up with a decent match. Not a perfect brawl. Not a perfect, a perfectly worked title match. But an intense match that got across intensity even before the blood. But when the blood happened, the intensity increased. And the crowd is... Shocked, stunned, times seemed disgusted. But this was a moment in the 2004 period where Eddie was the guy. And having him go through this made him even more the guy. And I loved that. 